chapter 2 section 2 words number 1 puram ikadash dwaram ajasaya avakra chetasah anushthayana shochati vimuktasa vimuchyate etad vaitat now here puram means city ikadash means 11 dwaram means gates so there is a city of 11 gates now this is being compared to the body belonging to the unborn ajasaya means unborn avakra chetasah means pure consciousness so it belongs to unborn uncrooked intelligence or pure consciousness so by meditating upon it by guiding it that is anushthaya na shochati so once you guide it properly you will not grieve and you will be freed vimuktasha vimuchyate so again this verse is very metaphorical and poetic and here the human body is compared to a city a city with 11 gates gates meaning openings which are the two eyes two ears to nostrils mouth anus the external reproductive organ navel and the sagittal suture the sagittal suture is basically the opening at the top of the skull seen in small children usually so this verse is uh, quite similar to verse number 13 in chapter 5 of gita but there only nine openings are mentioned they have not mentioned sagittal suture and navel in gita now it is said that they these openings are the places from which the soul is escaping the body after death we all know that our body is made up of five elements in fact everything in this world is a combination and permutation of these five elements whether it is our body or plants or earth or stars or rock or that river everything is made up from these five elements isn't it but they are all inert until and unless there is life into it then what is that which brings inside us the electric energy the motion the life without which our body is inert it's dead that something is brahma supreme self which enters inside this body made up of five elements and charges it with life force it is then called self or atma and these 11 openings that we have are the windows to the outer world these are the ways by which we communicate with the outer world this is where the traffic with outer world occurs whether it is seeing or hearing or speaking whatever communication is there 
whatever traffic with the outer world is there it occurs through these 11 openings the only problem is that we are stuck in this traffic we are unable to move beyond this traffic we were supposed to only observe this traffic but now we have got attached to it that is where our problem lies we are clutching that traffic close to us and that is exactly what is bringing us pain once we realize that this body we have is simply inert made up of five inert elements and then brahma enters this body settles inside the body as self or jeeva atma and makes it alive and then when this jeeva atma leaves the body it is freed and it merges again into parmatma into the supreme self that is liberation this is just a journey of brahma into us and out of us that's all it is and once we realize that we are free free from any kind of grief or pain we are liberated श्लोक नंबर टू हम सश शुचि शत वसुर अंतरिक्ष सत हो तवेदी शत अतिथि द्रोणा शत नृशत वरसत रिति सत व्योम सत अब जा गोजा ऋत जा अद्रिजा रीतम बृहत now here in this verse brahma or the supreme self is being described poetically it said that he is the sun in the sky hamasashu means the sun or the swan in the sky shuti shat means the sky he is that which exists in the space vasur antariksha sat Hota Vedi Shat means the priest. He is the priest at the altar. He is the guest at home. Atithera Dorona Shat. Rishat means he exists in men. Narme hai. Varasat. He is in gods. Riti Shat meaning he is in the truth, in the law. Riti. Vyoma Shat. He is in the sky. He is born of water. abja is water goja that is earth ritaja means truth or the law the cosmic law adraja means born of mountains ritam brihat he is the true and the great so this is the hamsavati mantra from rigveda it is poetically attributing every existence to brahm to god it says that brahm is the sun in the sky he moves as air in the sky he pervades in the space 
he is the priest he is the guest he is the man he is the woman he is the earth the water the mountains he is the truth he is the law he is outside of us and he is inside of us he is limitless he is the supreme self he is what we call atma श्लोक थ्री फोर एंड फाइव ऊर्ध्व प्राणम उन्नयति अपानम प्रत्यगस्यति मध्ये वामनम आसीनम विश्वे देवा उपासते अस्य विश्रम समानस्य शरीरस्य देहि नह देहाद विमुच्यमानस्य किमत्र परिशिष्यते एतद्वैतत् न प्राणेन ना पाणेन मर्तयो जीवति कश्चन इतरेण तु जीवन्ति यस्मिन् एतौ उपाश्रितौ सो कमिंग टू वर्ड्स नंबर थ्री Urdhvam pranam pranam meaning breath apanam means in breath asyati meaning pushing forward and urdhvam means pushing upwards madhye vamanam asinam that dwarf that angusht matra atma thumb sized self is sitting or existing in the middle of the body madhye means middle vishve deva upasate that all the gods adore so here in verse number 3 which says that the atma or the life force that leads the out breath expiration upwards and he pushes forth the in breath inspiration that is what atma is doing this brahm which is seated inside us inside our body is revered and adored by all the gods in earlier upanishads in the older versions of upanishads like taitiriya uh, uh, upanishad and brihad aranakya upanishad pran was used in place of supreme self so here pran means breath so coming to words number 4 which means when the jivatma or the individual self that is inside the body gets detached from the body परिशिष्यतेनर्ट बॉडी दैट इज लेफ्ट बैक इज इंट इट 
the self the individual self the jivatma takes with it the memories the mind the impressions and it leaves behind the inert body that disintegrates back into five elements like it was before it becomes inert as it was before in verse number 5 which says na pranen pranen means in breath and apanen means out breath so here it says it's neither the in breath nor the out breath upon which the life of a mortal depends marteyo means mortal beings jivati means the life it is something else itarena means something else that keeps us alive jivanti yasmin etav upashritau upon which yasmin means upon which even these two the inspiration and expiration depend upashrito means depend so verse number 5 is saying a mortal being does not live either on in breath or on out breath but it is something else that gives them life on which even these two life breaths depend and now we all know what is that which is giving a mortal life it is the individual self it is the jivatma so all these three verses are emphasizing on the presence of jivatma the presence of individual self inside us which is everything of us it is neither the body or breath or mind or intellect it is the jivatma which is giving us life which is life inside us inside this body of ours and this jivatma this individual self which is unborn ageless which can never die this jivatma is that which is filling life in a body everything we think we are simply culminates in the individual self that is atma and that ultimately when it is freed from the body it merges with parmatma with the brahm so that's what it's all about shlok number 6 7 and 8 hantata idam pravakshyami guhyam brahma sanatanam yatha cha maranam prapya atma bhavati gautama yonim anye prapadvante sharirattvaya dehinah स्थाणुम अन्ये अनुंसयन्ति 
यथा कर्म यथा श्रुतम युक्तु जागर्ती कामं कामं पुरुषो निर्मीमाण तदेव शुक्रम तद्रह्म तदेव अमृत उच्यते तस्का श्रिताूनाशन तो हियर इन दीज थ्री वर्सेज यमराज इज एक्सप्लेनिंग नचिकेता अबाउट वॉट हैपन्स टू द सोल आफ्टर द डेथ ऑफ द बॉडी about rebirth and about the waking state the dream state and what is pure consciousness so let's take it verse by verse so in verse number 6 yamraj is saying look here i shall explain to you hanta ta idam look here hanta ta idam I shall explain to you pravakshyami means explain or tell you the mystery of brahma or the secret of brahma which is eternal guhyam means secret sanatanam means eternal sanatanam brahma the eternal brahma what happens to the soul after the death of the body yatha cha maranam prapya after the death of the body maranam prapya atma bhavati what happens to this atma this soul so gautama means basically he is addressing nachiketa as gautama to here he is saying look here nachiketa i shall tell you the mystery guhyam of the eternal brahma and also what happens to the soul after death and then he proceeds to explaining that to nachiketa in words number 7 he says some souls enter into a womb yonim anne prapadvante yonim meaning womb prapadvante meaning enter to become embodied शरीरत्वाय देही नह टू हैव अ बॉडी सम एंटर द स्टेशनरी ऑब्जेक्ट्स स्थानुम मीन्स स्टेशनरी ऑब्जेक्ट अन्य मीनिंग सम द अदर अदर सोल्स एंटर अनुष्यमियांती मीनिंग एंटर स्टेशनरी ऑब्जेक्ट्स यथा कर्म यथा श्रोतम अकॉर्डिंग टू देर डीड्स अकॉर्डिंग यथा मीन्स अकॉर्डिंग टू देर डीड्स कर्म मीनिंग डीड्स and according to shrutam shrutam here means learning so yamraj is telling nachiketa that some souls enter into a womb others enter stationary objects and this happens according to their thoughts and according to their actions and learning and then there are some souls that get that get liberated also meaning they merge with the brahma they become one with it so it is from here the law of karma is born coming to words number 8 which means ye esh ye esh means he who 
सुप्तेशु मीनिंग स्लीप जागरती मीनिंग रिमेनिंग अवेक कामम कामम डिजायर आफ्टर डिजायर निर्मीमाण मीनिंग शेपिंग शेपिंग वॉट डिजायर आफ्टर डिजायर तद एव दैट इन डीड इज प्योर शुक्रम मीन्स प्योर दैट इज प्योर दैट इज भ्रम तद भ्रम दैट इज इमोटल तद इवामृतम On it, thus mean meaning on it or in it. All the worlds rest. Loka ha shrita ha sarve, and nothing goes beyond it. Tad u na tieti kashchana. Nothing goes beyond it. Kashchana nothing. So here in verse number eight, which says, "What is that which even when we sleep is awake?" remains awake jagrati and keeps on having continuous thoughts shaping desire after desire that indeed is pure that is brahm that is immortal and in it all the worlds exist and no one ever goes beyond it meaning that the journey of the individual self the journey of the soul ends here in the pure consciousness that is brahma so if we take this um, words into detail it's talking about your consciousness pure consciousness so this is the reason they are breaking it into sleep and uh, awake state to explain what is pure consciousness so what is there in your deep sleep deep sleep is a dreamless sleep your mind is not thinking actively you do not have any sensations in deep sleep so what exactly is there that lies awake in deep sleep it is your pure consciousness this pure consciousness gets jumbled up with intellect and with the sense objects when we are awake thus we cannot segregate it or separate it and understand okay this is pure consciousness because it's all jumbled up with our thoughts and our sensations but when we are in deep sleep dreamless sleep this pure consciousness stands clearly apart as an observer have you ever felt the freshness the energy or the feel good factor after a deep sleep what was that exactly that made you happy what happened in that deep sleep because you weren't even dreaming it was a dreamless sleep still you woke up energized and happy and blissful it was your pure conscious that you felt in your deep sleep pure consciousness that was not muddled or mixed up with the sense objects of your mind this pure consciousness is brahma itself
श्लोक नंबर नाइन टेन एंड इलेवन अग्निर्यथको भुवन प्रविष्टो रूपम रूपम प्रतिरूपो बभूव एकस्तथाभूतात्मा रूपम रूपम प्रतिरूपो बहिश्च वायुर्यथको भुवन प्रविष्टो रूपम रूपम प्रतिरूपो बभूव एकस्तथाभूतात्मा रूपम रूपम प्रतिरूपो बहिश्च सूर्यो ये लोक से चक्षुर्िप्यते चक्षुषेदोषस्तथाभूतात्मा न लिप्यते लोक दुखेन सो हियर इन वर्ड्स नंबर नाइन एंड टेन इन बोथ दीज वर्सेस द इनर सेल्फ इज बीइंग कंपेयर्ड टू फायर एंड एयर जस्ट एज फायर Okay before moving on to the explanation let me just tell you the meanings of the sanskrit words here agner means fire yathaiko means just as it is one bhuvanam means this world pravishto meaning having entered rupam rupam varied pratirupo bahuva takes on the different shapes or becomes different ekas tatha sarvabhutantar atma so this atma okay so here just as fire and just as air which is one but when it enters this world it takes many forms रूपम रूपम प्रतिरूपो बभूव इट बिकम्स वेरीड अकॉर्डिंग टू द ऑब्जेक्ट इट एंटर्स इट इज प्रेजेंट विद इन एंड आउटसाइड ऑफ आस सिमिलरली दिस भ्रम दिस सुप्रीम सेल्फ इज प्रेजेंट इन वेरियस बींग्स इन फॉर्म ऑफ दिस आत्मा सर्वभूतांतर आत्मा this atma inside you inside me and in everyone else is the same it is part of the immortal brahma coming to verse number 11 where the inner self is being compared to the sun so here surya means sun सर्वलोकस्य मीन्स आई ऑफ द यूनिवर्स सर्वलोकस्य चक्षुर चक्षुर मीनिंग आई सो सर्वलोकस्य चक्षुर मीन्स आई ऑफ द यूनिवर्स न लिप्यते नॉट टेंटेड नॉट डिफाइल्ड बाह्य दोषय एक्सटर्नल फॉल्ट्स ऑफ द आईज चक्षु चक्षुषेर 
सो बाह्य दोष है या चक्षुषेर एक्सटर्नल फॉल्ट ऑफ द आई एकस तथा तथा मीनिंग सिमिलरली दिस ब्रह्म दिस सुप्रीम सेल्फ इज वन एकस सर्वभूतांतर आत्मा न लिप्यते अगेन नॉट टेंटेड बाय द सफरिंग ऑफ द वर्ल्ड लोक दुखेन सफरिंग ऑफ द वर्ल्ड so this verse number 11 says just as the sun which is the eye of the entire universe it does not become tainted or impure by the external faults of the eyes similarly the one self within all the beings is not tainted by the sorrow of the world it does not get affected by the sorrow of the world so in all these three verses the supreme self or brahma has been compared to air fire and sun to make one understand how vast it is this brahm is present within all and outside all and how that one brahm is present within different individuals but still remains one you may find a lower animal or another human vastly different from yourself in physical and intellectual aspects but that also has that immortal brahma inside it that you have that i have we all are connected we all are within this atma and the same atma is within all of us similarly this brahm has been compared with the sun and explained how this brahm within and outside of us is not affected by any worldly sorrows just like the sun remains the sun it does not get affected due to a faulty eyes if someone has cataract or if someone's eyes are not able to see uh, sun properly that does not affect the sun isn't it the sun still remains the same similarly this brahm this atma inside us is just a non judgmental observer it does not attach itself with the mind with the senses or the body in which it stays it remains unaffected it just observes and therein lies the secret to the freedom from our pains and sorrow this is what we have been looking for happiness eternal happiness and here we get that secret how once we start living with this non-judgmental attitude silencing our mind that keeps on continuously segregating things and actions into right and wrong once we are able to do that stop our mind from judging we will find peace at least once a day let's practice detaching ourselves from our own identity and just observing 
without judging we don't need to judge ourselves also it will make us one with atma within us and gradually this will start becoming our nature being an observer will start becoming our nature and we will learn how to let go and how to let it be and that's where our journey to liberation will start श्लोक नंबर ट्वेल्व एंड थर्टीन एकोवशीसर्वूतांतरात्मात्मस्थेतनश्चेतना एको बहुनाम यो विदधाती कामान तम आत्मस्थम ये नुपश्यंती धीराह तेशाम शांति ही शाश्वती नेत्रेशाम सो हियर वर्ड्स नंबर 12 एंड 13 आर टॉकिंग अबाउट गेटिंग इटर्नल हैप्पीनेस एंड पीस So let's talk about words number 12 first eko vashi vashi meaning controller of all eko is this that is referring to the supreme self sarvabhutantaratma meaning the inner self of all the things bahuda meaning manifold yah karoti who makes tam atmastham meaning residing in the individual ye anupashyanti meaning realize dhiras the wise man realizes dhiras meaning wise man sukham shashvatam eternal happiness sukham is happiness shashvatam meaning eternal netresham meaning to know others so here in words number 12 it says the wise man who can understand fully and realize that this atma inside him is the controller of all and it can exist in many forms and the one who can perceive that atma inside him in the purest form that man will get eternal happiness one who is realizing that the atma is inside him can feel that and also realize that this same atma exists in others in different forms so that man will get eternal happiness this realization will lead to happiness So coming to words number 13 nityo nityanam meaning eternal among the transient chetanas chetanam meaning conscious amidst the conscious 
एको बहुनाम यो विदधाती कामान मीनिंग द वन अमिट्स मेनी and in the end you have shantish shashwati meaning eternal peace so the one eternal among the transient the one conscious amidst the conscious the one amidst many and who fulfills the desires all the desires that is brahma and it resides in the soul of each one of us the wise man who can realize this fully again will get eternal peace verse number 14 and 15 tad etad iti manyate निर्देशम परम सुखम कथम नूत विजानियाति So this was a very beautiful very poetic words natatra suryo bhati na chandra tarakam so we'll discuss both these verses so first let's talk about verse number 14 so this verse confirms that brahm is indescribable so let me just tell you the meanings here first tad etad meaning this is that manyate we know nirdeshya meaning indescribable paramam sukham supreme bliss supreme happiness eternal happiness katham nu how indeed can i know vijaniyam kimu bhati vibhati va does it shine itself or it shines in reflection that's the meaning of kimu bhati vibhati va So here the student is asking this question which we all have in our minds too We recognize that we have been talking of Brahm this is that tad etaditi and the supreme bliss we get on becoming one with Brahm But this Brahm we are unable to describe Yamraj gave several examples and metaphors to explain what Brahm is probably because it cannot be described in words or painted in pictures in so many verses you must have seen this phrase etad vaitad this verily is that and that is what mystics say in everything for everything they say etad vaitad this verily is that everything is brahma 
so now that we know this brahm is all pervading and it is the source of supreme bliss paramam sukham how can we realize or know whether it shines itself or shines in reflection kimu bhati vibhati va meaning if brahma is indescribable in words and our minds cannot comprehend brahm then how can it be realized or understood can it be realized directly or only through expressions that is the meaning of does it shine itself or does it shine in expressions so this is what the student wants to know nachiketa wants to know how to realize brahma can it be realized directly when you are saying it is indescribable we cannot put brahma into words our mind cannot comprehend it we cannot paint pictures of brahma so how to realize brahma can we realize only through expressions so here yamraj says in verse number 15 yamraj answers and says that neither the sun shines there na tatra suryo bhati there means tatra na means neither na chandra tarakam nor moon and stars chandra means moon tarakam means stars nema nor the lightning shines there vidyuto is lightning kutuyam agnihas from where this fire is coming so yamraj says neither the sun shines there nor the moon and stars there are no flashes of lightning there then where could this fire and light be and in the next line he explains all that shines here tam eva bhantam anubhati sarvam everything that is giving light anubhati sarvam so all that shines here everything that gives light shines only after that shining light whom we call brahm his shining lights the entire world he is the light of all lights he is the source of all lights and this brahm cannot be revealed by any earthly light or words or expressions there is a similar verse in bhagavad gita if you want to refer verse number 12 in chapter 15 it has the same essence as this verse we exist because of brahm we breathe as the breath of brahm everything we have or are including our mind our intellect our emotions our life breath everything belongs to brahm which seems to be inconceivable even to the genius of the geniuses so even if we are able to realize an iota of what brahm is 
we will be filled with so much of peace and happiness forever.